Today's episode is brought to you by Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hear from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. Welcome to Stuff to Blow Your Mind, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, welcome to Stuff to Blow Your Mind, listener mail. This is Robert Lamb. And this is Joe McCormick, and it's Monday, which is the day of the week that we read back some of the messages you've sent in over the past few cycles. So, uh... I think we've got to start off with a very important correction from longtime correspondent Jim in New Jersey. Who says, Robert and Joe, I was credited for the hot dog kimchi combo suggestion. While I agree it sounds awesome, I was not the person who suggested it. It may have been another listener named Jim. Jim, mm. uh what can I say? I mean, huge apology to you over that. I, I don't recall who attributed this to you it may have been you rob uh i i don't remember but uh if that was me then i i definitely apologize to this gym and and all other gyms that may be listening uh but let's see to get into the more uh substantive messages uh rob do you want to read this one from frederick in response to various episodes sure here we go frederick says hello fellows I am sick leave for a few days, which has allowed me ample time to catch up on Stuff to Blow Your Mind episodes, present, and vault, good times, smiley face. Your episodes on the seven-day week were truly fascinating. Several years ago, I was unemployed for some time, and I found myself longing for Mondays so the work week would start and some opportunities might come my way. On catch-up, 
You know the scene in Home Alone where Kevin has prepared his mac and cheese. Watching it as a child made me wonder, why doesn't he put ketchup on it? Several years later, I had the revelation that Americans don't put ketchup on their macaronis. Shocking if true, if Home Alone were to play out in Sweden, where I am from, that plate would have a glorious cover of thick ketchup and a side of meatballs, of course. <laughs> well, now that is interesting. I, uh, yeah, um, I mean... It, it's not crazy to think of ketchup going on, on macaroni noodles, I guess. I mean, red sauce, of course, is fabulous with, uh, with noodles and famously so. Uh, <laughs> but it's not a combination I would, have, uh, I would have thought of here. In Belgium, do they put mayonnaise on macaroni and cheese? Well, why not? Why not? <laughs> All right. Um, here we go. Uh, Frederick continues. And a special shout out to Robert. Quote, you put the aliens in the middle of this stuff and you got all the answers is a classic sample in the early 90s track Abnormal Interference by Eat Static around the five minute mark. Hearing that reference in the Dissolver of Worlds episode took me way back. Ah, that's a... Uh, um that's that's cool to know. I, I'm not sure I knew the exact uh, title of this uh, this track. It's one that I think I've heard on Soma FM Space Station Soma channel. Uh, if if anyone out there is not familiar with Soma FM, definitely look it up. It's uh, internet radio at its finest. They have so many channels, uh, no advertisements. I absolutely love it. Anyway, Frederick continues. I'm an electronic music producer, and in my daytime job, I develop music production software. I would love to hear a Stuff to Blow Your Mind episode on synthesizers and or electronic music. Your take on the subject would complement the many YouTube channels I binge in marvelous ways. All the best from a Swede living in Berlin, Frederick. Mm. Oh, thanks, Frederick. Uh, I should also say Frederick identifies... Uh in a, in a postscript to the particular uh, digital audio workstation software that he works on. And I'm inspired to check it out. Actually. I'm, I'm sort of a, uh, I'm always on the lookout for, for what I feel like will be my one true love uh, DAW, which I haven't fully discovered yet. I've tooled around with uh, several of the big ones and I, you know, I, I can enjoy them all. And I feel like I always enjoy learning a new one, but I've never found the one that's like my destiny. Hmm. Yeah. You know, I wonder uh, what you just said, if this will be the way that we, we think about um, creative artificial intelligence in the future, you know, it will, mm. it won't be a situation where at least as far as creative endeavors go, where, uh, you know, we'll be replaced by this uh, AI or this AI, but we'll be seeking out these uh, collaborations with different AI and, and trying to find the right one, trying to find our soulless soul match out there. All right, this next message is in response to our episodes on the seven-day week, and it comes from Joe, spelled J-O, just J-O. Uh, J-O says, Hello, Robert and Joe. I live in Malaysia, a Muslim-majority country. While most of the country follows the Saturday-Sunday weekend convention, four states have Friday-Saturday weekends to allow Muslims more time to observe Friday prayers. The part you mentioned about risk-taking behaviors going from high on Monday to low on Thursday, then back up on Friday, got me thinking. Would people who have a Friday-Saturday weekend show a similar trend, but from Sunday high to Wednesday low, then back to high on Thursday, since Friday would be the start of their weekend? I also wonder if risk-averse attitudes have anything to do with online shopping and impulse purchases. I help to run an online shop, and I have noticed there's a tendency for people to purchase more items on the weekends, while our slow days are Wednesdays and Thursdays. 
However, I'm not entirely sure if that's because people have more time to browse on the weekends, or because of an increase in risk-taking behavior which leads to impulse purchases, or because the shopping platforms provide fry-yay coupons and vouchers. Anyway, it was a great series, and I enjoyed it a lot. Keep up the good work. Live long and prosper. Joe in Malaysia. Oh, thanks, Joe. That's interesting. Oh, uh, yeah, and uh, it's, it is interesting to hear that you're... Your uh, sh- your shopping data somewhat conformed to the results of that study. If indeed risk risk taking has anything to do with it, I would suspect it was probably r- risk aversion or uh, risk tolerance plays some role in in impulse purchases made online. I would have to think so, especially given uh, the idea about, like, say, uh, alcohol lowering people's risk aversion, and mm-hmm. uh, you know the the many stories people have about, oh, I had a little too much wine, and then I ordered a bunch of things on the internet. Yeah, yeah, you you do hear that a lot. All right, uh, this next one comes to us from Cindy. Cindy says, hi, Robert and Joe. I am one of those lurker listeners, but your Days of the Week series inspired me to write in. Days of the Week in Chinese are very simple. Monday is known as the first day of the week, Tuesday the second, etc., until Saturday. Sunday is just Sunday. When I tried to decipher the shop schedules when traveling in Japan, it got complicated for me very quickly. The Japanese language names the days after celestial bodies, similar to many Romance languages. This is not the case for Portuguese, as I've heard from a listener mail. I thought it might be from the Catholic missionaries, though a cursory Google search could not confirm that. The five planets are known as water, metal, earth, as in soil, not our earth, fire, and wood stars, each a fundamental element in Taoism. I can read the kanji characters in Chinese and mentally translate the planets into English, then map those into days of the week in French. My husband does not find this uh, circuitous translation as interesting as I do. (laughs) While I am here, I also want to talk about musical frisson which didn't seem enough to warrant its own email when the episode uh, was aired. If frisson is built up in anticipation to peak emotions, I'd say nobody does anticipation better than Bach. His use of chord progressions is always a long build-up, where I try to anticipate the next key change even for pieces I've heard many times before, until he hits that tonic and brings the release of tension. I cannot, quote-unquote, outsmart Bach, but consciously or unconsciously, I feel the compulsion to. By the way, your podcasts are always so interesting and thought-provoking that I can only listen to them while having my morning coffee or during more uh, menial tasks like cleaning. And then I will pause and tell my husband about the tidbits I just learned. I save Lauren and Annie's savor for cooking, and I won't name what I listen to while doing data analysis during my workday. <laughs> All the best. Cindy. <laughs> the pod that shall not be named. Yeah. Uh, oh, but appreciate a shout out for our, for our friends Lauren and Annie. Uh, that's Lauren Vogelbaum and Annie Reese who host the podcast Saver, which is in our network, and it is all about food. That's right. I think we, we did a guest spot on there a while back doing some, uh, some uh, what, a goblin market readings. Yeah, I think we've done some uh, some guest uh, things back and forth. Or we've mm-hmm. at least been, been on their show. I think we've talked about having them 
come on our show before, but maybe it's never happened. Annie did some, uh, she's done some dramatic readings for us before. When oh, we that's have, right. Uh, uh, you know, every now and then there's a Cenobite or a uh, or an Ottoman uh, princess uh, or a ruler that needs to be uh, voiced and uh, in a quote, and we'll uh, we'll call on Annie's talent for that. Oh, but yeah. Anyway, if you're if you're interested in food, food history, food science, uh, and you haven't checked out the Saver podcast, you should look it up. Yeah. Shout out to Astapro for sponsoring this episode and providing us with free samples. Rob, as the uh, the local host with allergies here, they sent you some of their nasal spray to treat your allergies. What was your experience like? Yeah, that's right. I always wrestle with the pollen a bit when it rolls in during the spring. So they sent me the little uh, nasal spray. I tried out the product and yeah, it sure did help me get on top of my symptoms for the day. And it's so fast acting, uh, it was already kicking in before I left the house. Astapro is a first-of-its-kind nasal allergy spray. It's the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes, while other allergy sprays take hours. Astapro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription-strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astaproallergy.com for a discount so you can get Astapro and go today. A-S-T-E-P-R-O allergy.com. Astapro and go. Uses directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Today's episode is brought to you by eBay. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then, through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles in a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Today's episode is brought to you by Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast from Ruby Studio in partnership with Intel. Explore the future of technology that's rapidly evolving our world today with the help of AI. There's still so much work and research needed to fully understand the power and potential of AI, and Intel is at the forefront of implementing AI in revolutionary technology that's changing the world we live in for the better. In each episode, Graham interviews the minds transforming medicine and healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more while pioneering new uses for AI in these spaces. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Today's episode is brought to you by Visible. If you haven't heard of Visible, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon, just $25 a month, every month, taxes and fees included. Having a one-line plan means you only need you to save. No estranged roommates, exes, cousins twice removed, or AI-powered humanoid robots needed. And because $25 a month really means $25 a month, you can call, text, stream, whatever, as much as you want without worrying about getting dinged at the end of the month. No hidden fees, no surprises. No, really. It's like the old saying goes, you can't judge a book by its cover, but you can judge a company by its name. So spread the word. Tell all your friends there's a wireless company out there with transparency in their name, and they're called Visible. Start saving on wireless today at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. All right, this next one uh, that, uh, that I think you're going to read for us here, Joe, this one was shared on the Stuff to Blow Your Mind discussion module, which is our Facebook group. Uh, we don't really do anything with our, with our Facebook. Uh, I think somebody, in theory, is supposed to be updating that for us, but I don't know. Yeah, uh, the main Facebook page, uh, you, can, you can skip it. But, uh, but we do have this discussion module where uh, a number of, uh, of listeners uh, share links, share their own thoughts on different uh, episodes, and occasionally like, you know, share something like this that will feature on listener mail. So you can find that and request entry to it uh, via the Book of Faces. All right, so this comes from Adam. Again, this was shared on our Facebook group, and this is uh, uh, in response to the the seven-day-week episodes. And, uh, oh, Adam says, uh, just some commentary from a rabbi on the seven-day-week part one. And Adam specifies that this was only a response to the first part. The other ones hadn't come out yet. Um, But Adam says... As for the Judaic adoption of the seven-day week, some scholars believe that Israel did not have Shabbat, or the Sabbath, uh, in the seven-day week until we were sent into exile in Babylon circa 586 BCE. Then, as the seven-day market rhythm spread in the ancient Near East, it became a major part of uh, ancient Jewish practice. There is the ancient ritual of reading publicly from the Torah, or the Pentateuch, the first five books of the Hebrew Bible, uh, which is mentioned in Ezra slash Nehemiah, and I believe in the Christian Bible as well. Those readings were to take place when the most people were present. Since Mondays and Thursdays were the common market days in Jerusalem, those were the days the Torah was read from publicly. Today, this is still the practice by Jews. Torah is read publicly on the Sabbath, on Mondays, and on Thursdays, dating back to those ancient market days. Additionally, my rabbinical thesis asks the question about how Jews can live within Jewish time if they live off-planet. Specifically, the question I addressed is, when one would observe the Sabbath if you were no longer connected to a 24-hour day and seven-day week? Uh, oh, fascinating. I would love to read that, Adam. <laughs> yeah, I love uh, I, I love uh, discussions like this. I, I remember reading a, a fair amount about um uh, about how uh, Islamic practices might function in space or on other planets, uh, and it's it's fascinating to uh, to, to imagine uh, how how this would relate to Jewish traditions as well. I mean, because it's, for the most part, it's really going to be only your more recently developed religions that have, uh, you know, even a, a real concept of of other worlds and so forth. 
Oh, yeah. I can imagine multiple questions in Islam, say for like daily prayers, if you have a different length of days, or like what direction would you face if, if you're supposed to uh, face Mecca or something during prayers, but you're on another planet? Yeah, yeah. Pe- people have thought about these things. Uh, this might be something we could even come back to in a future episode. We get a, get a hold of the right resources, uh, talk about uh, you know, different faiths and uh, what sort of thought has been put into uh, the continuation of, of that faith off-world. All right, this next one comes to us from Poodlebot. Poodlebot writes in and says, Hello, Robert, Joe, and Seth. I've been listening to your episodes on the days of the week, and I decided to write in about my favorite calendar, that of the Shire. In an appendix to The Lord of the Rings, Tolkien explains that the hobbits found it inconvenient that the days of the year don't always fall on the same day of the week. To remedy this, They have two holiday periods, one in winter and one in summer, that consist of several days with no weekday value. So, for example, you might have Monday, holiday, 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 Tuesday, Wednesday, etc. with this modification. The remaining number of days is divisible by seven, and thus each calendar date falls on the same day of the week every year. If you're born on a Saturday, your birthday will always be on a Saturday. I thought this was a genius device, and I just thought I'd share. Thank you for all your entertaining and insightful topics. Poodlebot. Oh, on one hand, that seems great. But on the other hand, it's like, oh, well, but if your birthday is on like a Monday or a Tuesday and and you don't get the rotation where it changes what day of the week it is every year, then then that's kind of a bummer, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But it also sounds like a fitting thing for a hobbit to be grumpy about. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I say this personally as as not a big birthday celebrator. <laughs> All right, this next email uh, is in response to our Days of the Week series, and it, is, it touches a bit on the Weird House Cinema episode on Billy the Kid and the Green Bay's Vampire. You remember that question we had about the song Green Stamps? We've talked oh, about yes. it multiple times on the show. We don't understand what the song is about. We thought it was about <laughs> money, but that became less and less clear the more we examined it. Though I think we made some headway last listener mail. We'll, we'll see where we get to today. Okay. Well, this is from Lee. Lee says, Hello, Rob, Joe, and Seth. Love the podcast. In regards to the seven-day week and college students slash classes, uh, so this came up in several different ways because in those episodes we found, for example, that uh, college students uh, disliked Mondays more than older people did, and uh, I I think maybe there were a few other findings along those lines. But anyways... Oh, and maybe they had different levels of uh, of consciousness of what day of the week it was than people in other uh, age age groups or demographic groups did. But anyway, Lee says, uh, in regards to the seven-day week and college students sl- slash classes, going to date myself here, but while a student, I volunteered with on-campus EMS. Often while assessing the mental status of patients, especially those with head injury, the what day is it question would be met with a blank stare, sometimes bordering on panic. While not necessarily indicating a concussion, if the context was explored such as what classes did you have today, do you have those two or three times per week, etc., digging deeper helped them realize they did know what was going on. 
Later volunteering with the town EMS, this was equally helpful. This was prior to the ubiquity of cell phones and even widespread PCs, so pen and paper calendars were the norm. Uh, I was out of school almost 10 years before we had a PC. So now that I've sufficiently dated myself, there was a time when many U.S. grocery stores gave away S&H green stamps with your purchase. Spend more, receive more. These would be meticulously pasted into booklets to be redeemed for products at the green stamp store, either locally or through a mail order catalog. I think the company was Sperry and Hutchinson. Hope this is informative. Keep up the great work with the podcast, Lee. Excellent. Yeah, this uh, this ties in with some of what I was looking at. The, the, apparently, the the green stamp uh, coupon program in the UK, there was some version of it or some spinoff of it in the US for a while as well. And this was all, would also um, you know explain why Jethro Tull can be <laughs> can be such a, a hit on both sides of the pond, right? <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thanks for that uh, that additional information. That, that was great. All right, Rob, you want to read this message about Weird House Cinema from Jeff and Mimi? Whoa, one listener mail from two different people at the same time? That's what it says. All right. Uh, From Jeff and Mimi. They say the following. Hello, fellow good, bad movie lovers, Rob and Joe. Of all the B-movie review podcasts, Weird House Cinema has a special place in our weekend podcast lineup. Oh, that that is delightful to hear. I know we are certainly not alone. <laughs> in putting out um, podcast content about um, about uh, weird or bad movies. They continue. The pedigree of your choices regularly delights us as lovers of unloved and forgotten movies from the late 20th century. A recent deep dive of the career of esteemed actor Michael Ironside unearthed several gems for us, though none so beloved as 1989's Destiny to Order. <laughs> Dark Toronto Nights, 80s glam, a hack writer shammed by his own creations, and one of the most surprising bad guys of the era, Michael Ironside's diabolical philosophical biker king, Kenrick. It's a journey punctuated by pulpy performances, god machines, miles or kilometers of scenery chewing, and one of the most unexpected and creative deaths of an antagonist. The R rating seems to be mostly for language. The movie is light on gore. It's a hoot. Someone was watching too many Laura Branigan videos. We couldn't recommend it more. Jeff and Mimi. P.S. As old school MST3K fans, we're always delighted when your episode choice overlaps the production credits of an MST3K episode, Charles Band FTW, which I'm to understand means for the win and not uh, uh, something cruder. Not fight the wizard. <laughs> that's I what always, i always read it as <laughs> i always thought it stood for um f the world um but by, oh, okay. but you saying the f word instead of just uh, uh saying f uh and it was confused when i started seeing like i had a friend who was like super into harry potter and i remember mm-hmm. she was posting something and she was like harry potter ftw and i was like whoa i mean <laughs> harry potter is great and all but that's that seems kind of extreme but then i found oh it's for the win that's what they mean uh-huh well, no, for me, it's Fight the Wizard. It is known. That's what it is from now on. For everybody listening to this as well. Well, Harry Potter, Fight the Wizard, that sounds good. That makes sense. Uh, well, yeah, anyway, I looked up this movie, uh, Destiny to Order. It it does indeed look like a hoot. I haven't seen it. Uh, just based on the user-generated plot descriptions I, I was reading on IMDb and, and so forth, it looks like it's one of these... Um, 
uh, kind of lathe of heaven uh, uh, from in the mouth of madness. Like a writer starts writing things that come true. Mm, okay. Uh, and of course, so one of them is like, he, he like writes about his dream woman and then she comes true and they fall in love or something. But then he also writes about an evil bad guy. And then that's Michael Ironside. And the bad guy wants to uh, take over this writing project and write his own story. Uh, but the real, the real uh, morsel of of delight here was I looked up the cast and who would you guess is in this? But George Booza. Oh man, Booza, Booza is a lot of fun. Booza is a, a Canadian mainstay. We talked about him a good bit in our Weird House Cinema episode on The Brain, a movie about a giant brain. Yes, yeah, yeah. He's he's a lot of fun. Also done a lot of voice actor acting. I remember he he was the voice of the original Beast on X Men the animated series. Mm-hmm. Uh, the movie also has somebody named Dennis or maybe Denis Forrest, who is playing, uh, uh, well, I don't know who he is in this movie because I haven't seen it, but I think he was like a henchman in the mask. He was one of the, you know, the bad guys mm-hmm. dudes okay. and in cliffhanger, I believe. But the, I mentioned him because in his IMDB photo, he's like, he's got a bird perching on his hand and he's just gazing at it lovingly. It's very Beastmaster. <laughs> yeah. He also has in the, in his uh, headshot there, uh, he also has, um, has a certain style going on that reminds me of uh, the villain from the movie Mandy, um, Jeremiah Sand. Oh, yeah. Played by the guy who is Bruce Wayne's dad in Batman Begins. Yeah, Linus Roche. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he was, he was great. Great villain role, that. In this headshot, uh, this guy, he he somehow also kind of gives me Tom Noonan vibes. I'm not sure why. He doesn't yeah, look all yeah. that much like him, but that's that's what I'm getting. Yeah, definitely some some Noonan vibes. Like you don't know what he's going to do with that bird. Is he <laughs> is he going to bite it? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> that would be the obvious implication if it was Noonan. Yeah, <laughs> good hench. He has his good 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 look for a henchman. He's like a sensitive hench. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I think that probably does it for this episode, right? I believe so. We're going to go ahead and cap it off here, but we'd love to hear from everyone out there. If you have additional thoughts on anything we've discussed in this episode, if you have thoughts on recent uh, and future episodes of Stuff to Blow Your Mind, write in. We would love to hear from you. Uh, In the meantime, yes, uh, listener mail comes out every Monday. Core episodes of Stuff to Blow Your Mind comes out on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Wednesday is Artifact or Monster Fact short form episodes. On Friday, we put most of our serious uh, concerns aside and just talk about a weird film and then oh yeah the weekend that's time for a rerun uh you know how that works huge thanks as always to our excellent audio producer seth nicholas johnson if you would like to get in touch with us with feedback on this episode or any other to suggest a topic for the future or just to say hello you can email us at contact at stuff to blow your Stuff to Blow Your Mind is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts are wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Today's episode is brought to you by Visible. The future of wireless is here, and it's transparent. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Just $25 a month, every month, taxes and fees included. No hidden fees, no surprises, no, really. What are you waiting for? Get with the times and switch to Visible at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. 
Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 